Hey everybody, it's Fen. Just want to give you guys a quick update before the episode. We have a Patreon. So if you feel like supporting us and helping us make this wonderful show happen, um, go and check us out over there. Patreon.com slash RTOmnicron. Uh, we will have a bunch of extra content, stuff that didn't make the episode for one reason or another, uh, as well as bonus episodes such as talkbacks with Anna and the cast, as well as our combat write-ups, other things that don't fit the podcast medium. They'll all be going there. So if that sounds up your alley and you want to dive into some more RT Omnicron content, go ahead and check us out. So we look forward to seeing you over on Patreon. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. You're listening to Response Team Omnicron. Late Spring, Part 5. A Taste of Loss. As the mech stumbles, Regret's axe slams into it, cleaving Cherry almost in two. Runway's stream goes black as the Everest frame crumples to the ground. Harry has just been destroyed. I cannot see Runway. Winston? Winston, you good? Respond. Runway's stream is also down. Alright, Superstar, where'd you go? Winston, please respond. Regret fires upon Rainmaker, but the flames just go wide. Turning back to the dark green mech before it, Regret lands a solid hit on Leonidas destroying the mag mounts for the deployable cover, rendering the Jericho seals useless on the ground. Runway, I'm on my way. I, I have extra room in my cockpit. You, you can get in with me. In the meantime, eyes on me, boys. To the north, Miss Dreams charge forward to engage Regret, the blue and gold CRT Omnicron banner rising above the massive Sagamartha frame. Ignoring the flashing heat warnings in her own cockpit, Big Sis once again invades the failing systems of Regret. As its reactor glows brighter still, Regret clears one of its alarms and savagely begins attacking everything in range with a chaotic mix of fire, plasma whip, and axe. Oh, so now you miss me. The strikes miss Ranger 1, but manages to catch Big Sis, Rainmaker, Crash Test, and one of their own Ronin in the purple flames of the Hellfire Projector. Regret seems to be very aggressive. One of the Ronin has been destroyed in that last volley. Rainmaker falls back and north out of the Hellfire Projector's range as he furiously types away on his cyber warfare terminal. I don't want to hear about reactor limits exceeded. Runway exceeded the limits of his mech. It's the least we can do. All right, buddy, let's cook you. This one's for Winston. Realizing Regret is starting to falter, another latch drone buzzes out the side of the second support mech and attaches to Regret, quickly beginning repairs on the size 2 frame. Taking advantage of the engagement around Regret, a pyro moves up and fires upon Big Sis, the flames harmlessly washing over the Sagamartha's legs. Wait. As Winston's stream comes back online, and Talos pushes out the feed to response to Omnicron, the ejection pod of Runway's mech, Cherry, bursts out of the smoldering frame, launching north, away from the regret, and passing by Big Sis, before landing with a skittering impact, sliding to a stop between Talos and Rainmaker on the streets of Evergreen. I'm doing what you told me and not being a hero. I appreciate it. Either get in with me, or fall back as far as you can. I'm falling back. Really far back. That's good. Once we cook this guy, you don't want to be anywhere near him. Who needs a functioning reactor anyway? Most of us. All of us. Yeah, pretty much everyone. I I prefer my mech. Still standing. That's alright. I disagree. Yeah, I'm not not for boneless mech. Winston, it's good to have you back. Don't worry about me. Worry about cooking that fool. Come on. Roast, you turkey. 
As Crash Test continues his tech attacks against Regret, the larger mech swings its chain axe in retribution on Ranger 1. The blade cuts deep into Leonidas' side, stunning and impairing the mech. Olivia, your new girlfriend really sucks. Get her under control. Ha ha. Seems to be the story of my life, at least recently. The final pyro moves north and joins his comrade, adding to the fire wrapping around Big Sis. The flames finding their way past the mech's armor through the gashes left by Regret's chain axe deep into the frame structure. Dante targets Regret with two more tech attacks to continue the pressure. The pyro once again fires into the engagement, engulfing Big Sis, Regret, and Ranger One in its fire. I don't know if I can take the hits from these pyro and Regret. Uh, Talos, can you take that one out? With pleasure, Big Sis. Seeing that CRT Omnicron is getting pincered, Talos extrudes gun, black ore rippling, and unleashes a torrent of fire from its entire weapons array on the pyro, ignoring the internal heat limits within Pegasus' frame and overcharging its guns. Some bullets ricochet off the mech's heavy armor, but the onslaught eventually brings the pyro crumpling to the ground. In a sudden burst, Regret charges north, slamming into Big Sis and Ranger 1. With quick reflexes, Big Sis plunges her charge blade into the side of the Regret upon the impact. Regret retaliates, swinging its chain axe on Ranger 1 and Big Sis. The strike nearly knocks the two down, but they dig in and remain upright. Again, Purple Fire engulfs the Omnicron mechs, still in engagement with Regret. As the purple Inferno fades, Regret's reactor glows white hot. My sensors are reading a meltdown. This thing's about to blow. If you can't take the hit, fall back. I'm not going anywhere. Let's do this. Another warning chime buzzes as the HUDs within the nearby mechs go dark shielding the pilots from the bright flash as Regret's reactor breaches containment. Moments later, a pulse blasts over the mechs still within engagement, including Miss Dreams and Leonidas. Ranger 1, are you still standing? <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I'm a smoker now, <clears throat> but I'm here. How about everyone else? Sound off. I'm here. Is Dante glowing? I feel like, I feel like Dante is glowing. Yes. You keep saying, reactor exposed. Yeah, yeah. Balthazar, yeah, you probably want to shut that down sooner rather than later before you die of radiation poisoning. Good to have you back, Winston. Powering down. Looks like the rest of them are pulling back. The least I can do is observe from here. As Regret's reactor blows, the surviving raiders fall back through the breach, and CRT Omnicron takes over watch positions until support arrives. Should we stop them? I... I can't take another hit. I don't... We're not in fighting shape. I think we need to let them retreat. No. Something feels wrong about shooting at a retreating enemy. As much as I'd like to. Flashpoint will pop on at this point. If you know other take contacts inside Evergreen or outside the perimeter wall, we are safe for the moment. Turn the base whenever you guys feel ready to. If the militia can hold this hole, then... I think most of us need repairs. Well, they can, they can handle that. You see some militia members kind of standing on the wall, turn around and give a thumbs up. See y'all. Mech thumb up back. Hey, Winston, do you need a ride? Yeah, it's that or a ride with Talos, so please, I could use the lift. Absolutely. I'm glad you got out of there when you did. I wasn't going to do anything heroic. You explicitly told me not to. I would have been very mad. As we are uh, returning to base, since Winston is mechless, uh, 
Olivia in big in mist dreams will lower down a large hand for Winston to climb onto, who then picks picks him up in the hand and holds him as they return back to the, the hangers and the scheduler. Probably in the background, I, I imagine that vision, the mech, the mech's head is like tilting left and right, kind of like doing that thinking motion as as I think Roxy is realizing that their subaltern is not going to be there for them. So, uh... I suppose I'm going to have to move in this mech from now on, at least until my subaltern is fixed. I mean, we can get you a subaltern from out the sticks. There's a whole lot of uh, farming subalterns just laying around nobody's using. That's true. Well, I'm sure I'm sure that you would prefer me to be in a less than high-tech mech subaltern. No, I'm just saying if you want a subaltern, if you want to hang out inside your mech, the whole, if you're framed the whole time, that's on you. It's just way harder to hold a coffee cup. That is true. We would need a really big coffee cup for the hands. Like six of them. I mean, we got those 3D printers, why not? I'm sure they're going to speed giant coffee mug on the list of things to print out with the damaged reactor, the missing frame, and the giant hole in the wall. We'll just slot in giant coffee mug right right as top priority. Hey, we tell them it's mission critical for morale. They're not going to buy it. Tyler's not here. Yeah, fair. Regardless, I think it's fine that I stay in my coffin. After all, you and me have a date later, Winston. Yeah, it, I guess. Travis's mech stops for a beat and then keeps walking. <laughs> Skip just kept walking and didn't even acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah, Skip's, got, Skip's got cats to save, all right? He ain't got time for this shit. There's a whole city of cats for him to save. Skip's got a date anyway. <laughs> Yeah, in mm-hmm. inside of her mech, I think Olivia kind of cocks her head a little bit. <laughs> a bit of confusion at that, but I mean, nothing that you'd be able to see from the outside. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. You know, at some point, I'd, I'd love to know about how you view your um, casket, Goffin. Double meanings abound. But that can wait till later. As far as idioms are concerned, I don't consider three a company. Yeah, that's a fair point. How many do you consider a crowd? If you want to participate in the examination of my coffin, Balthazar, you're well within your right. I would say this conversation happens over the course of you all walking back to the scheduler and the hangars. You all return. Um, you're able to disembark from your mechs. Uh, you guys pass by Multiple burning buildings along the way. You know, you pass by the block again where its front is still cratered out. Um, the bottom of the well doesn't look like it's taking any more damage. The ra- the Omninet dish is still stuck on the side of it. Um, I would say you do see, Roxy, that your, your subaltern is on a workbench in the scheduler, one of the scheduler's subhangers, um, currently getting worked on. So... Yeah, I'm sure rebar through the testicle is not going to, you know, 
require that much fixing. More than zero fixing, so, but not that much, you know. It's a combat subaltern. It's, it'll be operational very easily. It will not be at 100% capacity. You can't do backflips anymore. But yeah, I know Winston's going to be like, let's go find this thing that you need to find, because you need to find it. You clearly did. Like, I didn't forget what we were, you know, being shelled and set on fire and having our frames destroyed. So that's that's what Winston goes to go do with Olivia, unless she doesn't want to do that all of a sudden. No, she comes with. I don't. She doesn't say anything to that. She just nods and follows you. So two of you are going back. He is clearly not upset about going to find this thing. He's like coming like because she knows him. He is clearly coming down from the fact that he could have possibly died. And is it that like post I I kept it together while I was in that state, but now I'm like. Ooh, moment, you know. The adrenaline is kind of starting to ebb off, and the adrenaline is gone, and the fight flight focus, the fight flight focus is stopped, starting to wear off, and reality is starting to set back in. So, um, you two go to do that. Uh, Roxy, you are hanging out for a moment um, for Skip, Travis, and Balthazar. What do you wish to be doing? I'm probably going to. Uh, stick back a little bit with my mech and if possible like rewatch some of the clips from the fight sure. and it, he's going to be analyzing the parts where he thought he did particularly well because he wants to like remember what he did so he can do them again in the future and like keeping those strategies because he's really buckled down into the whole like I don't want to be incompetent thing <laughs> so in that case, it would probably be an opportunity if Roxy wanted to speak up since I'd be around the mechs. Hmm. Roxy's just in the mech, so the mech is still like moving, breathing, like a like it's still active. It's just mm-hmm. watching its own its secondary body. Is it just like laying uh, down, like waiting, like a dog that's really excited about something? That it can't <laughs> I mean, why not? <laughs> oh god, does the gun wag like a tail? The gun's not on the tail. That'd be horrendous. The gun's on the back and probably turned off at this point. Oh. But it does. It's just a crater now. Uh, no, the, the the orb orb is sitting on its back, but the tail does move. So, I mean, but probably it would be dangerous for it to move and wag. Yeah. So it would probably be just curled around uh, the mech just sitting, laying down beside the subaltern mm-hmm. waiting. We have Skip. We have uh, Roxy. We have... Winston and Olivia, Travis and Balthazar. What are you up to while everybody's kind of doing their own thing for a moment? I think uh, in the moment uh, from us coming back from that last fight and on the way back, um, Travis wasn't really able to get that. I feel like like a control panel like fell down, like in his kind of sight Mm -hmm. line. So he's just trying to like get seats it. All right. And so he'll look over to, this is a little spot where he he hangs that necklace and it's like, okay. And he puts it back on. He's not really worried about anybody seeing it. So if anybody's still mm-hmm. there, they'll probably see him grabbing at that necklace, puts it under his, his armor. He'll tap the, uh, kind of like the controls. All right, Leonidas, I, we've earned a night off and finally powers everything down. Yeah. He's just going to, Look back up at it at the mech. 
and make his way to his quarters. All right. And last but certainly not least, Balthazar. Uh, I think um, Balthazar climbs out of his uh, out of his mech. Um, okay, so that like the the cockpit opens up and uh, Balthazar starts to like uh, mobility hard suit out of it, like you know, and then the the like jump jets start sputtering and like the uh, I think kind of is in a weird corkscrew, like descending, kind of like. Um, uh, kind of like like a, a a a dandelion seed caught in too strong a breeze um before landing on the ground and uh taking up position near Roxy and then if it's like an as the camera fades you know maybe we see just like some conversation or something but uh, i think i think maybe the like establishing shot line or something is like um so how is that compared to the sims I don't think I have ever felt more alive. Yeah, I can't top that. That's good. <laughs> and I think uh, as our scene pulls out, you see the the scheduler and all the hangers, um, all the other buildings. Uh, you will see uh, Winston and Olivia as we transfer back over to the bottom of the well in um, as the two of you are currently once again scouring Olivia's room for a ring. And I will uh, ask for one more spot roll from one of you. I mean, I can do it since it is vibrating. Okay. Oh, so you, so you do get a plus two from having Winston's drone help you. Um, okay, so I get plus three total. Yes. With a plus three, that is a 22 because I rolled a 19. Gotcha. Then you technically crit. So I believe... If you would like to have the ring be found, you do find the ring. So let's say, uh, Winston, you find it like directly under where the bed and what where the Omnia dish ran into the wall, like right in that meeting spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where you find it. So Winston, like, the drone finds it. Winston checks the drone. He like reaches under, like wiggles under the bed in that spot that's a pain in the butt and like uses his uses his long arms to be like got think I got think I got I think I got it. I got something. I got it. Alright, I got alright, we got is this what you were looking for? And he's like, is it's the ring the ring's on a necklace. No, it's just the necklace it's just the ring at this point because the necklace was elsewhere, but it was open. So it had fallen off the necklace and rolled elsewhere. This is what uh, I think I found what you were looking for. It's a ring why do you have an old engagement ring from back in... Did I miss something? Are you seeing somebody? Yeah, Olivia steps over and takes it from him. And just holds it and looks at it for a second. I mean, not not currently, no. It's... It's mine, but it was... It's from Sharon. Did Sharon ask you to marry her? Did I miss a, did I miss a thing? No, it was... Were you going to ask Sharon to marry you? No, she asked me. She brought me to that that little park, the only park we have. Yeah, it's, yeah no, it's a nice park, though. Yeah. Well, that's cool. There's a hole in the wall where the disc, like, knocked the wall out, right? Yes. Winston is, like, going to take Olivia over and, like, 
clearly he can see a bunch of stressors and he's just gonna sit on the edge of like the of, of like his feet kicking over and like like wave her over to sit next to him. Yeah, she she paid for the expensive tickets, so we had a whole hour in the park. Um But it was just Sounds like her. It was just a few days before her trip, and as soon as she got back we were going to tell everyone. Were you guys going to hybridize the name? Were you going to hyphen it? I just, I figured I would ask. Like, I, I don't, I, we never got that far. You should totally hyphen it. You should totally hyphen the name. Oh, well, it's too late for that. No, it's not. I wouldn't be here without you. My sister might not be here, my one that I was born with, but I'm definitely sitting next to my sister right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd turn and just give him a big hug at that. Yeah, he puts his arm around her, holds her. I'm glad you, you are my best friend, and I love you. I would not be here without you, and I don't want anything to happen to you. I might have gotten us in a little bit over our heads. But... Yeah, this situation has gotten... It has spiraled a bit out of control, but I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you're safe after tonight. I'm not just glad I'm safe or you're safe. He like looks out over Evergreen. We saved these people. You've known me my whole life. Where I've gotten has been based on how I looked and what I could do for other people. And here we are actually helping people. Not like making a quick buck, not like doing a thing, like actually making a difference in the world. And I couldn't do that without you. And thank you. I don't know if words can express how important it is that you're here with me. And Just because she's gone doesn't mean, one, we can't be happy and healthy, and two, that you can't... Like I said, you're my sister. You want that name to remember her by? Take it. You want anything to remember her by? Take it. It's yours. You treated me better than my blood family ever has, with the exception of Sharon. You know that. And, yeah. We gotta look out for you and me and these three other crazy folks we roll around with. Like, I kinda might have confronted Roxy recently um, about how I kinda don't trust Roxy um, because Roxy's an amalgamation of math and Balthazar might wanna treat it like it's our new best friend, but if things happen, they go sideways fast. Um, so yeah, that's a whole other thing we can talk about later. I know, but But Roxy was an important part of the fight tonight. She what? They were. I keep wanting to see she, because it's Roxy and that's feminine, but it's they, them. Roxy did a really good job, and I don't dislike Roxy, but I've just seen what happens when NHPs get out of control. But... You do a really good job of taking care of the group, and you do 
done a wonderful job for years of taking care of me. You know, I'm not ever going to be a hero. Made it very clear that, you know, that's a bad idea. But you can't do all this on your own all the time. You've managed me. I'm a handful. Trying to manage all these guys without their input is going to, you're going to have an aneurysm. I have half an aneurysm. Dealing with Balthazar sometimes. His esoteric ramblings actually drive me up a wall sometimes. It's a good group, though. But, no, they're, they're all good folks. And... Skip saved a cat today. Like, let's be clear, Skip saved a cat today, and that is the last thing I expected to happen. Yeah, that was... I, I don't even know what to call that. Legitimately heroic. But don't sell yourself short. Sharon would be so proud of you. She really would. Got a weird question then. Are you proud of me? Yeah, of course. You've grown up a lot. But I don't need to think that Sharon would be proud of me. I got you. And that means a lot to me. At that point, I just kind of leaned my head over on against Winston's shoulder. Squeezes her hand. And as the camera pans around to behind the two of them, as they look out over this crater-filled, burning evergreen as the early morning purples hues begin to kind of repaint the sky from the the dark evening and night that predates them. Well, I think we as we as we pull out, I think there is a message to all of you from patience. Response to Mamnikon, I need you at the governor's farm at your earliest convenience. I know the night is not young, but I think there's something that you need to see. Do we need armor for this or no? No, I think the situation has been handled. It's just something we need to do or something you need to see. Not, Not aggressive. On our way. So I think we, yeah, yes, hello. I do have a question. Yep. Again, maybe it's my memory playing, sure. but has Patience actually ever spoken there is, the podcast yes. yet? There, there, yeah. A few times. Okay, cool. Because I'm like, wait a minute. This is the first time that they've directly contacted us. Yes. Us. Usually they contact their CO and XO, yes. and then they it's, it's usually chain of command. Mm-hmm. So like, this is a bit wary. Mm-hmm. That that's why that's why I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. It hasn't happened this way before. Mm. As a side note, like I do poke the chain of command or sure. make sure they're okay at that point in time. Uh, you you like, poke both of them as they as, didn't randomly die in the shelling because that affects our team real heavily too. It does indeed. Um, you ping both of them, and you get a response from neither. 
as you are walking towards the governor's farm from the bottom of the well in. I think both Olivia and Winston, you'll run into Travis as Travis was also back at the bottom of the well for a little while, decompressing um, as you all leave together. And I think, Skip, as you step out of your mech, Balthazar and Roxy both see you there and go, oh, I think, Roxy, your subaltern is patched up enough to be mobile. Um, may not be super great, but it's mobile. Hey, I don't anticipate having to fight anytime soon, so. Yeah. I turn to Travis and kind of say this, this so that you can hear too as we're walking over. I can't get a hold of command, so if something happened to them, you need to make sure Balthazar is okay. Hmm. All right, then. Because um, I don't think that's going to go well. No, it's not. If command's not responding to this. Um... Would it be like out of like I see it's like I'm trying to think about how like the world set up. Hmm? Would it be out of regs for you even though that we're like told, hey, you don't need your armor, like would we still have like, at least light armaments on us like a like a knife and a pistol or something? Because we're going out somewhere or in theory you could. I mean, there's nothing that's lo- legally going to stop you from taking those okay. things. It's just patience does not believe you'll need okay. it. So, so then, all right, cool. Back in then. All right. Yeah. I mean, weirdly enough, like Winston keeps his his sidearm because mm. he's kind of yeah. jittery right now. So he'll so. he'll clock you kind of like right. being a bit jittery with your uh, with your gun on your hip. Yeah, that's a good idea. Stay here a second, and he'll go back up to his room and grab his kit and um comes back down and like he has like a a cross strap for his one of his knives. And it's one of the knives and then has his pistol. Good thinking. Um, yeah, let's just keep an eye on everybody. We already got attacked twice tonight. I'm not looking. Something happens. I don't even have a frame right now. So this is the best I've got. It's a little awkward this time. And you can tell it's awkward for Travis to do it this time because he's thinking about it. But he's going to he's going to put his hand on your, on your shoulder again, like at the beginning. We got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let's do it. You all make your way to the governor's farm. Uh, I think you eventually run into each other just outside of it because you guys are coming coming from two different directions, meeting up and going in. Um, mm-hmm. Patience's hollow uh, is attached to the top. Patience's head specifically is attached to the top of a subaltern. And in he is, and they are waiting for you uh, out at the, at the entrance of the governor's farm. Yeah. Good. You're all here. Wonderful. Uh, if you would follow me, I turn. Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. All due respect, where's What's our command up? structure? Patience. That's what I'm taking you to. Great. Travis is going to just unclip the pistol on the holster in the holster and just leave the pistol there, but it's just in the he's readying just in case and he's hmm. trying to look around watching for like like uh reflect like refl- oh, God, how do you how do I word this? Um like lens glare at like any high points he can see, just like trying to 
clock where thing where sniper positions could be and stuff like that. There are no sniper's positions that you can tell. I mean, there's no roll need to be made. There's no glints. There's no glares. There's just fires and you know some are less now. Most have right. been put out um, at this point. Um, as you both, uh, as you do, you, I assume do you all follow patients? Okay. Yeah. Skip is noticeably on edge, but following. I have a weird question. Hmm? Um, I remember that when the bigger one thing came, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Flashpoint told me that they didn't know if patients accessed the bigger one calm. Yes. The file. Like, the med- right? the, yes. Yep. That is an unknown. That is, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this seems not following protocol. Do any of you right? happen to have a skill trigger that I'm going to go oh, find? Sorry, I actually open up my character. Yes. Because if you read have a this, situation, will, uh, yes, that would absolutely be the one that I'm thinking of. If you have read a situation. Because what I am wondering mm-hmm. is if, despite like understanding that NHPs are people and yes. they do, um, they they can do things that are unexpected. They still come from a protocol, a program, and patience was an administration program. Yes, right, and mm-hmm. so. If anybody's going to follow the correct protocol, mm-hmm. it would be patience. Mm-hmm. And if, if say, there was something wrong with the chain of command, this would have been something that might have been updated. You know, it would have said, oh, so-and-so is now, you know, in this position or so-and-so is now in this position to reestablish that chain if it Absolutely. was lost. Now, that's yeah. just me spitballing it mm-hmm. out of character. So my question is, would Roxy recognize that that is something strange? And is it at all possible, probably while everybody else is trying to read the situation, mm. is it at all possible for Roxy to be able to maybe go deeper? Because Flashpoint couldn't figure out if if patients accessed the bigger one message. Can I roll something to maybe examine whether or not- Yes. Patients did did do what mm-hmm. I'm afraid that they did. Yes. Um, I think it would make sense to do a hack or fix for you because you're doing something network-based. I don't have that, um, but okay. I'm still going to, you know. Do you have investigate? I do have investigate. Then let's use that um, for the skill trigger. Okay, um, So that would be a 15. A 15. That is a success. Um, I know. For the Rita's situation, um, for those of us who have it, you may roll as well. And add your grit as well. I rolled a 14. Cool. Um, so you also have a success. Um, let's go with the, the Rita situation, and then we will do the uh, whether or not Patience has act, accessed the beggar one message. You are looking to see whether or not, um, basically trying to see if this is, you know, is there any nefarious attached to this. Um, from your understanding, it is not. It is, Patience is a NHP. 
their concept of loss is different than most humans as a result. Um, and they are trying their best to be respectful of you all. With the hack or fit, or sorry, the investigate, as you kind of pick through Patience's architecture on the Omninet, real quick, kind of leaning into some things and trying to find out whether or not they have. Um, as far as you can tell, the message was received by Patience. But as far as you can tell, the it is not impacting their current actions and motives. That implies that they did access it though, right? Yes. It is implied that it has been accessed by them. But as far as you can tell, this still falls within the parameters of what you believe to be their standard administration protocol methods. Okay. So trying to think of how Roxy would react to knowing that information because Flashpoint didn't know. No. And so I also need you to make me another grit roll now. What? I need you to make me another grit roll now. Okay, what? No. You're immediately under cyber attack. Okay. Shit. Oh. 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 Yeah. I got a, I got a one. You got a that one. I got a natural one. Good job. Just, okay. Just, cool. There's there's no re-rolls in Lancer, is there? There's I'm not. Like, not, in, not, on, not on skill checks, there are not re-rolls. Okay, cool. Just, just. I got a natural one, so that would be a dirty two. <laughs> dirty two. Gotcha. Not that that matters, but I just, I just want to. We will have to keep that in the back of our mind for later as it has no immediate impact on you and you don't notice anything as you discreetly extract yourself from patience's architecture okay um, um knowing that they have access to the beggar one i guess we've been we've been functioning at on the on the idea that patience has not accessed beggar one but mm -hmm. if patience has been has accessed beggar one and we know that by accessing beggar one that it causes uh subalterns to be funny yes and by proxy comp con ais to be funny yeah by proxy that then i imagine that there is possibly that's probably what's causing roxy to hesitate in the same way that some of the others are hesitating not because they're unnerved by the nhp-ness of patience but there is an unknown that roxy doesn't cannot comprehend yet and so there's a hesitation in the way that roxy walks forward is it perceivable by the others uh, that's that's kind of up to you yeah yes the nhp-ness thank you very much <laughs> you all are led into the medical facility in the governor's farm. Um, you were led into a room, uh, one of, there are many individuals here. It is still extremely busy. Um, there's a lot of doctors, nurses, um, militia members, just whoever can, can help 
right now with all of the, the wounded and um, dead individuals from the from this attack. Um, and you guys are led into a room about you guys go down like two corridors and then it's on the left. You guys are led into a room where there are two beds and two individuals rest on those beds. Um, one has medical equipment still hooked up to them. One is simply uh, laying on the bed there um, with some med- with very little medical equipment. Um, patients, patients in the subaltern will will give one of the, the their hands to let you all you know filter in. Um, and patients goes, we found them both done by my casket. It is Care and Megan. Care is the one, based on the medical uh, instruments, still currently hooked up to Care. Care seems to be alive. There's a heartbeat, um, but is not conscious. Um, Megan is the one without much. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Are they conscious, though? Neither of them are conscious. Okay. But one are just has less little... equipment than the other? Yes. Are either, is one of them dead? Or are they both uh, alive but unconscious? Do you access this in per- do you access in person or are you just looking? I'm um, I'm looking to see because okay. you said there isn't a lot you, of medical equipment hooked up. One um, care has a, a bunch of medical equipment hooked up to him. Mm-hmm. Megan does not. Um, there is also no heart rate monitor next to Megan. There's nothing indicating any sort of life signs next to Megan. I will head over and check Megan for life signs because Patience is not you. You check. Well, yes. Patience is doing the awkward thing of somebody who doesn't know how to mm-hmm. properly um, and, and is just trying to figure out amongst also handling all the other stuff because he they are the administrative H- HP. Um, but they uh, you see clearly, clearly as you kind of walk over to Megan that there's no breath. There's no sign of life. She is very pale. Um, the sheet is covered up to right about just uh, under her her neck, and like kind of where her clavicle is is where that sheet ends. Um, her eyes are closed. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check for signs of life. There are zero. And if there aren't any, he'll he'll pull a sheet over her face. So I think Olivia just stays in like in the doorway. Just staring into the room. Travis will uh, hook his pistol back up and uh, very slowly and unfortunately it looks practiced for him, but he stands at attention. Just his jaw set, eyes forward, quiet. So Care just is clearly like in a comatose state from the look of things. Yeah, your, your guess is uh, un- unconscious. You're not sure if it's a coma. Nobody like patience has not been any more forthcoming with information. Um, I will check the monitors and readouts. Yeah. Uh, monitors and readouts state that he is unconscious. There is brain wave activity. Um, so he's not brain dead. Yeah, he's not brain dead. Uh, from what you can tell, he, he just seems to be unconscious, probably from whatever happened with him and Megan in the in patient's casket area. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Skip is going to turn to Patience and just say, What happened at the casket? Are there cameras? There are. Kind of, the subaltern, they pull out a data pad and pass it over to you. And Skip is going to go outside of the room. He's going to lean against the wall beside the door and is just going to scan. Um, you, you scrub through the footage and, and most of it's quiet, calm. It's, it's multiple, it's a couple few cameras of cold storage, um, which is where patient's casket is, where Flashpoint's casket is, um, and as well as all of the, basically, a lot of the, the people who are in cryostasis or, you know, embryos, things of that nature are also stored there. Um, and you see at one point both, uh, Care and Megan are in there and just kind of timeline wise tracks of when you contacted them right at when the first shots got fired and they said that they were down there um to file off a report they're at they're at a a terminal um next to flashpoint's casket at the time so they're there um and then with all that going off you see uh megan and care exchange something that you they did the audio isn't caught up very well um and then care leaves and megan is still sitting there um, after a while, um, and then you kind of noticed this to be when you ran into care at the scheduler prior to you getting your maxing going, uh, to, to fend off the Raiders. Um, and then care will return with a shotgun. Um, and the two of them sit there and talk for a little while longer before a subaltern, um, that looks kind of familiar. Almost like one of the ones from the, f- the farms out in the Grey Towns. Um, walks down and looks at the two of them. They both kind of sit there and look back at it. The It kind of walks, almost goes to walk past them. And then you see them kind of take alarm to a subaltern down, down in cold storage and also trying to access things. Um, and you see it, you know, try to... Um, access a terminal uh, and then care kind of you kind of try to talk to it you see kind of wave something uh, in the subalterns kind of like sensor um and then care physically tries to pull that off because uh, it was about to insert like a uh basically you know data transfer like port input jack pulls it off um kind of pulls it to the ground it gets it then takes him and throws him across the room. Um, the shotgun goes clattering off to one side. Um, and uh, you uh, see Megan go to... Um, Megan kind of reaches for her own pistol that she has on her hip. And your know, shots fired off. You do hear those in the, the muffled sound of these cameras. Um the shots fire off and the subaltern kind of drops for a moment um, as one of its like legs is kind of busted up and then it uses all fours to launch at her and then just there's uh, just kind of grabs her midsection and then just squeezes supernaturally and then just there's you see red kind of pull on the floor underneath her as she's trying to like fight this individual off um, where Care grabs the shotgun, um, runs up, slides it, and puts it in between 
Megan and, and the subaltern and then pulls the trigger and it goes flying backwards um, where it does not finish moving. So, and then you see both uh, Care and Megan uh, just kind of limp out, well, mostly Care carrying Megan limp out towards, uh, in a way, out of the frames from there. Um, after seeing that, Skip will uh, just turn off the data pad and sit there for a second, and then... While Skip's watching that, uh, Winston, it seems that Winston's one of the few people that's like moving around in the room. He'll make sure to set up a chair and call Balthazar over so he can hang out with his brother, because that's the most compassionate thing you can do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and let him talk to him and look to Travis. And I assume with Skip is finishing up his recording, I'm going to kind of meet Skip in the hallway. Um, and like look at the two of them and check on see how Olivia's doing because she was kind of she said she kind of stayed in the doorway and didn't go too far in the room hmm. yeah if you step out into the hallway I'll probably step out there with you she looks fairly upset yeah. we like basically he looks at the four of them and is like we should talk about this someplace else because he like looks around and is like kind of motions at the, you know, patients that brought them in here and is like, just kind of looks around and goes, we should talk about this someplace else. So Travis's eyes don't meet you? Not like, not like pointedly ignoring you, but just he's focusing on what he think, thinks he needs to focus on, but he's kind of like, he sees you out of his peripheral and he nods at you. And as you go past by, he pulls up a slow, respectful salute, leaves Balthazar in the room and will turn like parade march turn and then walk out and close the door quietly and will stand in front of the door and just cross his arms but as they do leave he does turn to Roxy's subaltern and like meets it in its eye because this is important for Winston for this part is like take care of him I'm trusting you to take care of him I will I understand this more than you know. Um, I think as everyone filters out, uh, Balthazar, like, just kind of sits in the chair, um, and takes, takes Kara's hand in his, and like, you should have seen me today, brother. And just like, tears coming down his cheeks. In the room alone, he looks so small. Thank you for listening to Response to Omicron. Our special guest for late spring is Jesse Pillow, and our cast for this season is Anna Woten, First Strike, J.R. Zambrano, Paul Marchant, and Unity Marine. This podcast is story told, produced, and edited by Fettuccini, with additional marketing and content creation from Anna Woden, and combat narrative writing from J.R. Zambrano and First Strike. Links to everyone I've just mentioned will be in the description. This podcast is recorded in Squadcast, edited in Adobe Audition, with additional sound effects and music from Epidemic Sound. Once again, thank you very much for listening to Response Team Omnicron. We hope to hear from you very soon, so keep your eyes on the Omninet for
the next episode.